Welcome to The Short Score, your weekly update of rope and news from around the industry, where you can find the latest on the sport from the pro rodeo ranks to the jackpot world. I'm Taylor Vollen, and I'm your host. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of The Short Score. It's your host, Taylor Vollen. On today's bonus Ropen.com Tips episode, we're continuing with our Jake and Clay series with a little audio clip about rodeo responsibilities. Jake and Clay talk about who had what responsibilities when they were rodeoing and how they handled the road having families. And good news, some of these videos are finally dropping this upcoming week on Ropen.com, so keep an eye out for new Jake and Clay videos coming August 7th. Well, I'm not, Clay was, Clay was the inner, I, I didn't have any interest in that at all. And my, my tension span on that was not very good. And so he did all the, the entering and I would do most of the trading. So I would call in and get the trades and try to get us traded around. And, and then I would book a lot of the, uh, the airline flights. So he did all the, cause man, I, I, I could never remember when things closed. It already be closed, and so if it was up to me, still to this day, I'm not very good at. It. And there's some guys like Alan was really, really good at it. Man, he just he'd stay in that that paper all the time, and he would he would map things out, and he could get to more rodeos. And then Clay, he we buddied, and so then Clay, when we started roping together, he did all the entering. And so I learned from Alan. He taught me how to kind of map it out, to write all everything down, write yourself a calendar, put down the rodeos, and then where the slacks are, where the afternoon purse, the night purse, and map it all out. Like over the fourth, I mean, you might make three or four different mapped out runs, and then then it, because once you start entering, if you don't start getting what you want, then you got to go to plan B. So it better be a plan B and a plan C and a plan D to where you can kind of work your way through it. But back in the day, I was roping cast bulldogging and team roping, and we were buddied with Jimmy and Alan, and Jimmy was working three events, so we were... And then when we buddied with Mike and D, Mike and D was roping calves and team roping. So we were not trying to get traded in two events over the fourth and over the whole summer. And it was just, I mean, I can remember times just getting ready, just before you're getting ready to ride in the box to rope a calf or team rope, and you're still trying to get a trade. You're talking, hey, blah, blah, blah. oh, okay, I'm almost up. You know, it's like, golly, it was just a rat race. Did you bust, too? Did you I never did bust, no. It was just, I could practice calf roping and and be ready for that. And then I could just go get on a bulldog and horse. And, but that was too much for me. I couldn't practice three events. And then back in the day, too, then, then we threw on top of that doing roping schools. So then we would go to, you know, 100 rodeos and then do, you know, 20 roping schools in between all that, too. So that was, a, that, that was another curveball that was a lot. I mean, we were constantly doing something. I mean, it was, you know, and a, after a while, though, you know, 
when you chase your tail for that long, then pretty soon you have the, you know, it's just, uh, and then, then you have families on top of that. You have, you throw that into the equation. I mean, it's, and then finding horses and just trying to keep on top of it. It's uh, the guys, you know, that manage all that. They're, they got to be pretty good at managing their, their schedule to have the time to do all that. Well, my wife had three kids when we married. So Anthony, he was, uh, I think he was 11 when we got married. So Tony had uh, two girls and a boy, nine, or no, 11, nine, and seven. And so I had a ready-made family to, you know, to start with. And so she never did travel. Uh, Clay's wife and kids travel with him, you know, but my kids were already in school. So Tony stayed home and took care of them. And it was just, man, it's just a lot. It just, you know, of, of the traveling and the schools and the family and you know that your priorities change then and you know you feel that after you win the world championships and this and that well you've been there done that now and then it's not that important but you know more than anything is you're trying to figure out how to make a living and provide for your family so you now you know before I think when we first started you know those first five years or whatever is like Man, go, 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 win those championships, win those championships. And you know, it's like been there, done that. You know, that's not really what what you're making, you know, how you make your money. You're not ma actually making, it's not like big bonuses at the end that you're, you know, the, the big deal was to make the finals because that's where you're, that was going to be your big payday is just, you know. So obviously winning a world championship, you got the biggest piece of the pie. You're the high money winner or whatever, but... You know, it was always the goal to get to the finals and have a good finals. That was going to be basically your, your year.